Next Generation Networks, the role of SDN. Hugh Weehazy, Associate Vice President, Research for Australia. April 2016. The realisation is that communications tools don't get socially interesting until they get technologically boring. Networks, for the longest time, have been technologically boring. They're static, they're capable, they deliver bits across the network from end users to content and they fundamentally exhibit very static properties. With the arrival of software-defined networking and network function virtualization, we're now at the point where the network joins the, net the virtualization bandwagon of compute and storage, bringing together a complete converged stack of network compute and storage topped with the capability to deliver orchestrated and optimized solutions to realize the goals of flexibility and agility for the IT infrastructure. Some of the C-suite concerns that IDC has been hearing in surveys across the region and Australia for the last couple of years are quite significant. The first one is the cost of operations. The realization is that operations costs are increasing even as product costs are coming down. Um, services and people are eating larger chunks of the pie and there are constant changes in the way that the business is being asked to interact with its customers driven by the consumerization of IT solutions through mobile, cloud and other innovations and the expectation that the network is ubiquitous and is capable of delivering solutions on a continuous basis. These new business models result in changing behaviors from the end customers and changing expectations for interaction from both employees and partners in the technology stack. And these changes require not just new technology, but they require innovation in process, people and organizational structure, which demands that businesses leave their comfort zones and head into new arenas where they may be fundamentally uncomfortable and ill-equipped to compete. And the final concern is the changing buying behaviors of customers. Whether they're B2B or B2C, those customers are changing their buying patterns as deals move towards smaller, more focused solutions, as customers come to the table better informed, and as they have expectations for service and ongoing support that are fundamentally different from what we saw even 10 years ago in this arena. For IT to respond to this, there are challenges for people and processes as well as technology. The technology has matured to a level where it is capable of delivering many of the flexibility and agility uh, promises or requirements from the market, but they're being added into an, an IT environment which is already fundamentally complex. So IT solutions are increasing in complexity as the range of solution expands and integration is increasingly being, increasingly being pushed back to the enterprise. So we saw the pendulum swing for some time where solutions were outsourced, managed services, provided holistic solution stacks from desktop management all the way through to applications and IT infrastructure. With the range of choice that's available to the enterprise today and the increasing involvement from the line of business, that model of 
overall outsourcing is changing, the number of larger deals is decreasing, and we're seeing an increase in the number of smaller point solutions for uh, delivery of capabilities. This is coupled with a lack of budget in the IT area. Some like, something like 64% of overall IT budget is allocated to current infrastructure and projects, which makes finding your money for innovation and uh, change in the environment a constant challenge. This is in light of uh, requirements from the C-suite to innovate, to drive greater productivity and increase customer engagement uh, while not increasing the amount of spend. And across all of the areas surveyed by IDC, whether it be unified communications, whether it be mobility, whether it be applications development, budgets are either declining or stable and we're also seeing that 50% um, of the IT spend is being driven by line of business which is a, a, a change from previous years where it was more like 20% being driven from that area. Finally, there's a lack of skills. Now, lack of skills has always been nominated as an issue around the implementation of new technology, but the change in the technology which requires that admins, especially at the network level, need to learn programming and design skills as well as traditional IT roles, means they have to shift away from a tactical to a strategic function in the organization, which requires a fundamental change in the skills that they bring. Evidence of this can be seen in the way that uh, Cisco is changing their uh, Cisco Certified Network Engineering program to incorporate programming skills and the ability to, do, uh, to engage with automation and orchestration tools much more heavily. So the Internet-style products are supplementing traditional data products. Uh, this, this reality has been something that's emerged over only the last two year or so. Um, where we're seeing that network capabilities that are good enough, a la um, home broadband, um, which is being built out to support uh, HD video streaming uh, to multiple consumer destinations, whether they be traditional televisions, um, computers or tablets, are creating good enough type uh, network solutions. Overall traffic is increasing. Um, we're seeing that the internet is good enough and e-line and commodity internet demands are growing across the board. Traditional data product revenue is declining as customers apply expectations onto their enterprise grade connectivity which are more in line with what they're paying for consumer products um, and they're also looking to utilize consumer products as mentioned earlier. There are more connectivity options, especially with the bringing of software-defined WAN solutions from a number of vendors coming into the Australian market, um, and the availability of NBN and um, uh, other consumer solutions, which can be deployed to support edge-of-network type solutions. Permissionless innovation is seeing a rise as uh, line of business starts to use more and more of those on-demand uh, solutions from over-the-top and even traditional network providers to meet their needs and we're seeing more demand for on-demand provisioning and high flexibility in the way the network is defined. So 
the traditional model of a two-year contract for a point-to-point -point connection um, is giving way to more burstable networks, not only burst up but burst down to support the demands of uh, a point in time for a backup, for video conferencing, for high degrees of uh, data being moved to the edge of the network and then dropping back down to regular levels of support. So many operators will not rely any longer on a single technology to reach their customers. Um, this will be most common for traditional fixed line operators who will take their, tra their existing access network topology as a starting point and make a trade-off between capacity, cost and time to market to deliver solutions. We're moving from platforms to ecosystems and this is a function of the increased availability of options for network connectivity. So the commodity internet, as mentioned earlier, um, is a variety of technologies from major vendors that make the commodity internet a capable enterprise offering by providing uh, data encryption across the network, um, deterministic routing across um, preferred routes on the public internet, um, and the use of uh, consolidated capabilities, especially at the edge of using LTE, Wi-Fi and fixed broadband solutions to deliver connectivity to smaller operations or operations which have a relatively short life. SDN and NFE, um, the next generation network solutions will benefit from standards adoption and major vendor support. Uh, the cost of implementing a secure network link can be fundamentally changed when uh, the need to forklift in equipment to provide firewalling, identity management and other services at the endpoint uh, can be replaced with those services being delivered in the network and then a uh, either a CPE uh, piece of equipment or a virtual customer premise equipment uh, solution being provided to self-provision and give secure authentication from point to point. Satellite remains a last-ditch expensive solution but it's more vi becoming more viable for connectivity and for novel solutions such as remote area access um, and um, and, and point-in-time type access. The E-Line and E-LAN solutions are winning the connectivity battle. We've seen Ethernet continuing its ascendancy as other solutions like ATM, Sonnet and a variety of, of older, more traditional data connectivity solutions are being replaced, but being replaced at a far lower cost across Ethernet. Now, the movement away from um, these older technologies has slowed in recent years as the remaining customers who are using those solutions um, hesitate to jump to Ethernet um, and wait for the next level of full SDN capable uh, solutions before they make the change. And then of course the advent of wireless where we previously had fixed point as the primary connectivity solution. Um, we're seeing orders of magnitude of cost savings in delivering uh, wireless access methods uh, and um, therefore enterprises, especially on the last mile, are looking more and more at using a combination of, of wire-free technology such as Wi-Fi LTE and uh, low-energy beacons.
So some of the drivers and inhibitors towards next-generation network solutions. Those points that are driving next-gen networks, um, when we ask customers about this, cost is one of the biggest drivers towards uh, SDN and NFE-based solutions, coupled with ease of management. So having a lower-cost solution which allows choice and utilisation of connectivity on an OPEX-type basis, along with self-service provisioning, and the need for lower skilled uh, members of IT staff or line of business make it a compelling option. The final most compelling or the third most compelling option is speed and flexibility. So being able to rapidly provision a network going from weeks to minutes um, and the ability to provision and then destroy uh, circuits makes it very attractive to changing the way that the um, enterprise engages with the network. On the inhibitors side, um, the ability to go and acquire budget to replace a facility that the enterprise already has, i.e. they have a network in place already and moving to a next generation network may require a significant business case, is a major ba uh, barrier, along with the ability of IT to or line of business to create a business case to justify that additional expenditure. The perception of skills requirements to manage this new environment, especially programmability and the interaction of um, security profiling, which moves away from traditional MAC and IP addresses uh, to more identity managed uh, security, um, can be of concern to enterprises as they look to transform the people within their existing environments and move to next generation networks. In addition, the uh, concerns around vendor lock-in, um, even though open standards are being deployed in SDN and NFE, there's still a sense that um, choosing one solution at such an early stage of the game may actually cause um, a high degree of vendor lock-in and minimize the benefit that can be realized from making this transition. And finally, the lack of partners um, can also be concerning as enterprises look for a partner who can help them make the complete transition uh, without um, disrupting the existing uh, capabilities of the network. So enterprises overall have cited concerns around security, um, lack of trusted partner and overall maintenance concerns as inhibitors um, while the lure of improved cost models, simplified, centralized visibility and management make networks a priority in strategy discussions. So networks are coming to the table as part of the overall consideration around rebuilding infrastructures. Um, and in some ways, networks are becoming sexy again as they've been long forgotten in the race to virtualize the data center, but they're now making a comeback. And one of those things that's driving that comeback is the programmable and dynamic nature of network solutions. In moving to SDN, enterprises are looking for a mandatory capability to meet the changing buying patterns and business models. The networks have to be able to respond in near real time. They have to be highly monitored and um, measurable, and they have to have the capacity to deliver both burstable upwards and burstable downwards um, capabilities. The networks also have to be pervasive, which means that um, one flavor may not suit all palettes.
So networks have to be pervasive, they have to be available, and they have to provide consistent speed, reliability, and security over the long term so that SLAs and QoS measures can be met. And they have to be interconnected across devices. So the landscape for the devices is changing as business moves out of the office and into um, business customer interactions where processes are being contextualized to real-time engagement with customers. So the network has to follow that engagement and be present, capable and secure uh, as those interactions um, take place. So essential guidance um, for this particular area. Yes, the network's changing, um, but enterprises are looking for guidance from their carriers and from their integration partners. And so those vendors need to establish strong thought leadership positions in defining the future network strategies. So when we look at um, roadmaps from major global players like Verizon, BT and AT&T, they are publishing position papers and their direction in terms of SDN and NFE um, to be able to deliver those capabilities to their customers in future. There need to be architectures in place which will allow the future state ne network to be focused on reducing skill requirements and managing the overall complexity. So future network architectures have to deliver simplicity, they have to deliver flexibility, all on the basis of a low skill or highly orchestrated and automated platform. Understanding use cases for the application of next generation is also going to be essential and evolving the network will be driven by multifunction business needs uh, so that solutions have to align to those business use cases. So no longer can we start from the point of um, adding security at the, fi at the firewall level. We have to start from the business outcome and then drive back through the technology changes and the process changes that are essential to realize that benefit. And finally, building ecosystems. Um, network providers have to recognize that they will become one of the operators to drive the enterprise forward and they need to partner closely with key businesses and bring end-to-end -end cohesive network solutions to play before they can truly be successful in delivering the business cases to the C-suite that are going to drive the fundamental transformation uh, to next generation networks. <laughs>